0: Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week we'll look at ways to choose courage every day as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome, I'm so glad you're here. Sweet friends, I hope you're all well. I'm trying uh, a new uh, screen setup. And so I never know what I'm doing or which way I'm looking, or do I look at the camera? Do I look at myself? And for those of you watching on the podcast, you're probably, what is happening? Anyway, I'm so excited to talk to you about today's topic, which to me is super important. Why we don't finish what we started and what to do now. So here's the deal. This is very um, near and dear to my heart. I've done a lot of coaching around this personally and for others. So we're just going to go through this. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to Lives of Courage, um, our weekly chat or weekly topic around um, areas that matter to you. I'm thrilled you're here, and I'm grateful to be able to um, speak with you today, and I hope that you are truly able to listen and incorporate what you're learning here in your life. Um, I am especially grateful for those of you that share or that um, recommend this uh, this video or uh, my podcast to others. I'm so grateful for that. Um, whether in your social media feed or on the on the Apple um, thing, so I'm very, very. I guess this is a kind um, ploy to say, could you share, sweet friends? I'd really love it. I am. Uh, my goal um, is to continue to um, get more listeners, get more viewers. And so I'm just finishing what I started, right? <laughs> which is the dream of just really getting information about how to change your brain, to change your life to as many people as possible. This is a passion of mine. It's a passion project. It's deeply motivating because I don't want anybody to feel like they're alone, to feel like they're in pain, to feel like they're always trying to figure out life and to figure out themselves and and to be unhappy that stops now. And I want you to know that I am here for you. You can go to jessicastong.com. I now have 30 minute feel better now sessions. You just chat with me. I tell you how to feel better point A to point B. I also offer coaching, of course, um, whether it's group coaching or whatever I think works, but you're under no obligation. Why wouldn't you want to chat with me? Uh, anyway, I love you all, but know that this is always available for you. So uh, let's just dive into why we don't finish what we started. And of course, you guys know, I think I have six thing reasons why we don't finish what we've started. Yes. And I have what to do about it. I have two ways to change. So I want to share with you first, my story. I um, am a habitual starter and not finisher. Like I will start, and this is big projects and then small projects, right? I um, start cleaning things and then just leave uh, the vacuum or I leave the spray and forget about it. Um, I, uh, you know, my story is, I give up. Um, and and it's not a story. That thought, that story, that that um, story I've told myself about myself is not helpful. And let me tell you where that came from. I um, was in a PhD program. And many of you know, I took a long and winding road to get to where I'm at right now. Um, I was in a be- specifically behavior focused PhD program. And I was able to take all sorts of other classes, but it just I and also I was in, I was ready to get out of Kansas, right? And so I decided, and my reasons were good and my everybody supported these reasons and I was going to continue and teach um, in New Jersey. Um, I got my master's, like everything was fine. But in my mind, I have decided I am someone who quits what they say they're going to do. I do not finish what I'm starting, even though I was 23. Wait, was I 23? Even though I was 25? I don't remember. (laughs) It doesn't. But like, I've decided that that is my story and I've stuck to it. Like I start businesses, I do a variety of things. I've taken yoga, therapy, like, but it's all led me here. But when we don't see that, when we don't see those stories as all leading us and all necessary for our growth, we decide that we are the type of people who do not finish what we start. So I want you to really reflect on the stories you've been telling yourself The stories of pain and overwhelm and shame, like that is a deeply shameful story. And sweet friends, I was asked to serve on a board um, at my old university and I thought, do they know that I quit? Like that was my first I didn't finish my PhD, like I'm just less than and here's the, it also has come up in what I can accomplish in in my business. And when I drop that, here I am. Look at me go. I am just now I go to trainings with psychiatrists and psychologists and and therapists and I'm like, this is me and they accept it because I own it. I will never apologize for who I am. And when you get to that point and you're like, this is me, watch me go. Life is so beautiful. Okay. So why are you not finishing what you started? Here's the deal. You need to also recognize that sometimes we quit and sometimes we need to quit. There is a difference. Sometimes we quit because it's the best thing for us. And sometimes we quit because we quit and we're, we're giving up. So I want your brain to notice the differences and then you decide, and you are going to forgive yourself. Can we just say that? Like, can we just decide to forgive ourselves right now? I am forgiven. You are forgiven. Depending on your religious orientation, we just in the Courageous Life Society um, talked about forgiveness. And my dear friend, Doctor, the Reverend Doctor, do we say Doctor Reverend? Doesn't matter. She tells, like we had a conversation about forgiveness. We have the power and the grace to forgive ourselves because we are are, are forgiven in so many different ways. And so as we are reflecting on all the ways that we do not finish what we start. I want you to come at this with compassion and understanding and grace and to know, like as I say, oh, sweet pumpkin, and I'm talking to myself. So I want you to recognize how you have been holding onto shame of what you do or don't finish and allow yourself the beautiful light and love that that is just like, I'm going to look at this. I'm human, of course I've quit things. Haven't we all? Okay, so first, first sweet friends um, is uh, our primitive brain. Why we don't finish what we start? Primitive brain, a primitive brain does not like change. Our primitive brain seeks pleasure, avoids pain. Okay, doing something, finishing something will require pain. Uncomfortable work, hard work. That's the second one is a willingness to be uncomfortable. Most of us will do anything to avoid feeling negative feelings, avoid feeling uncomfortable. We have to go through it. I want to talk to you. It was very fascinating. I want to talk to you about two reasons why we resist change, why we resist feeling all the things, right? One is because we are afraid of the outcome. We resist change because actually we're afraid of what will happen when we finish what we've started. Maybe it's a, you're trying to lose weight and you're afraid of how people will treat you or how you're, you're, if it'll change your relationship with your friends or what people will think of you. If you're now skinny and you've always been positive about your body image, I want you to think about the ways that you might be unconsciously or consciously resisting the outcome, resisting what you're trying to finish. Mm, what's going on there? I think about it. Um, people talk a lot about money mindset. And they talk about it from this very, uh, well, sometimes unhealthy perspective of like, I just need to drop these these. these thoughts that I'm having, yes, you need to, but also we have to recognize that they have been protecting us. We have been scared about money because we learned that there's nothing wrong with us. Of course, we have these thoughts. Of course, we're afraid of outcomes because it might force us to change who we are, look at who we are, change relationships with others. So I offer to you Are you afraid of what you will actually get on the other side? My favorite is, um, I, I said this out loud, I was afraid to organize a space because I didn't want to deal with the annoyance on the other side of that when people, my family messed it up. I don't know why when I talk about my family, I then get a Southern accent or when I'm being snarky like Southern accent, bring it on. It allows me not to, to depersonalize. Maybe I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. So I want you to look at like, maybe you're putting off something to, to protect yourself. And we're going to stop doing that. We can feel all our feelings. We can be uncomfortable. We can feel uncomfortable. We're we, like, we got this. And I also think we resist change Four, because of we're afraid of the outcome, so this is that fear. And the second is we're afraid of the process of change. We're afraid of the hard work. I think so many of us want to feel better, but we're like, but what? Like, if I feel better, then what's the outcome? And also, what do I have to do to feel better? Um, the 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 behavior, the cognitive therapists that are, in psychologists that I learning from over the weekend, they do not take people unless they sign something willing to do homework every day, willing to work on themselves every day. I don't do that. I will support you and love you, but I thought it was really fascinating because they said the one change in depression and anxiety measures is not medication. It's not talk therapy. It's if you do your work on yourself. You are taking responsibility and not looking for someone else to rescue you. Ah! Oh, so are you willing to do the process, go through the process, go through the hard work? So what does our primitive brain do if it wants to seek pleasure and avoid pain? You're not going to do the work. You're going to stick with the status quo. So this is what keeps us from finishing. And if we know it, we can name it to tame it, right? So you're like, oh, I see that. Okay, my favorite, what keeps a lot of us, and these are all right, cognitive distortions or thought errors or thoughts that we've decided to keep us from finishing. They're not truth, they're not reality. We can choose a new thought, which I'll t- teach you about, but like, these are all things that will come up for you and we're gonna figure this out together. Okay, are you ready? So we are looking here at time. My favorite is we don't have enough time to do what we said we were going to do and finish it or it's not the right time. I need to wait a little bit. Not ready for this. That's probably an outcome, like an outcome resistance fear. And it's also like, I also would like to push you. We start something and we're like, I don't have enough time to finish it that that right there is um, you're not making time. You're not making a priority. I always love this. So I do this often, I will start I have um, a freebie that I need to finish, right? I don't have time. But did I have time to do a deep dive into um, someone's life, into uh, the Will uh, the Willis family's life. Who is it? I can't even think of his name. And I did a deep dive in on CNN. I'm like, I'm in this world. And instead of doing what I need to do and finish what I started, I'm not making a priority and looking on CNN.com. What are you doing? What are you doing to create and to 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 make time up that you that or waste time so you don't have to do the thing? So I just want to, and I also love and and it's this hard work here. We're like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot of lot of work. Whereas like the as Henry says, oh that's some grind, like daily grind, what? Um, He's like, this is so much work, so much to do. So I want you to think about this. And I also want you to think about and offer this to you. A new thought is like, I love momentum. So sometimes I will do work on something and take a break. And then I'm like, was it even worth doing and I love to use breaks as like, maybe it's not like, I, I can't go back to it. I do this with eating. And we see the thoughts behind it, right? Like, oh, I messed up. I slipped up. I took a break. Like, that's done now. How many of us quit because we, we take a break or take a pause? And we just need the momentum to keep going, to get back in the swing of things. Momentum always carries us forward. We just got to get started again. OK, so you guys remember that. Um, and I'll use this this time. Right. You guys might have seen on the Instagrams, I had a disaster in my um, closet back, bath, my bathroom closets or what are they called? medicine cabinets or medicine closets or what, whatever we want to call them. It doesn't matter. I'm just stalling. And it was a literal disaster. I was like, I never have time. It is always so much more work. I wasn't willing to do the hard work. And also, if I did it, who's going to mess it up? So I want you to look at the reason you either don't start something and we'll, we'll, I'm going to do a full podcast on procrastination. I love it. But also like, why are we not like, I would start it and then never finish it. i have started it many times. So I have a foolproof way, you write it down. You tell how much time you think it'll take. You do all the things and you get it done, sweet friends. So like, and you also don't let your brain, that primitive part of your brain say, oh, all the pain, all the agony, you don't listen to that. You're like, no, I got this. I'm going to do this. Okay. So just, just, you know, just looking at that. Okay. Um, Now I'm not even keeping track, one, why we don't finish what we start, one, primitive brain, two, willingness to be uncomfortable, three, time, four, perfectionism, dun, dun, dun. And okay, let's be clear here. Some of us don't consider ourselves perfectionist. I don't. And yet perfectionism does play because I'm like, if I can't do it the way I want to do it, which isn't perfect, but darn near close. I'm not going to do it at all. Or those of us that are perfectionists, self-identified, we don't finish because we're like, it's not what I thought it would be. It's not exactly what I thought. I'm going to just not do this. I'm not going to keep going. And so I really, in graduate school, they were like, find your B minus work. And I was like, oh, sweet sassy. B minus work, like we are told to perform. Our school system, and as women, I would argue, we are taught, we are shaped to perform. And so when we are then set, like when we're encouraging ourselves and others to be like, turn in B minus work, turn in C work. That creates such a a gap. Such cognitive dissonance in our brains to be like, "Ah, Can we do this? And who are we? And this gets to number five, which is those self made manuals. The manuals that we have created, and it might be perfectionism, or the manuals that say, Your child needs all of your time and all of your attention, therefore. You may not finish this project or you must um, quit on your business because you have a duty. It's that all or nothing thinking. I see so many of my moms and myself do this. We're like, it's either business or it's our children. We don't get any like both. We don't get both. I think that we shape conversations around black balance as like a it's this or this. It's not all, it's not all things. What if it's all things? What if we can find gray instead of that black or white? Um one of I will never forget one of my dearest friends in college. Um he was he was a Sufi and lived this incredibly beautiful life and now lives in Big Sur. But he said to me, I remember where he said this to me. um, He said, just your whole mind is black or white, and there's no gray. And I, I will never, I mean, that has never left me because I now choose to see the gray in everything. And it was such a great teaching moment. And what if we can give compassion like he did to me, and change and to grow and to see and to understand that the manuals we are making for ourselves are not always helpful of how you should do something how something should be accomplished in what timeline like it's incredible to me how we've decided that if something doesn't happen in the appropriate timeline we're we're out of here it's this or nothing it's all or nothing right So we are, we are committed to reviewing those manuals for ourselves. We are committed to looking at what we've decided and saying, I choose a new way. Oh, friends, I love this. Okay. Um, And then finally, the number six reason why we don't finish what we started. (gasps) Self-made obstacles. Oh, okay, so this is um, this it requires us to look at what we are thinking as well. I mean all of these requires us to look at what we're thinking. because as we know, this is the full full disclosure. This is the model that I use, the cognitive behavioral piece that I use, your thoughts create your emotions, right? Thank you, Dr. Albert Ellis. Thank you, Dr. David Burns, which your emotions drive your actions and your actions create your results. So when we look at what, we wanna change our action. We want to take new action. We want to finish what we started. That's our action. We have to consider our thoughts that are driving that action. Our our, our thoughts create our obstacles. Obstacles like, Uh it's not supposed to take this long. It's not going fast enough. This is not, okay. So Jane's Clear said this, the greatest, I, hold on. The greatest threat to success is not failure. Okay, ready? But boredom. We get bored with habits because we, they stop delighting us. The outcome becomes expected. And as our habits become ordinary, we start derailing our progress to seek novelty. Perhaps this is why we get caught up in a never-ending cycle, jumping from one workout to the next, one diet to the next, one business idea to the next. As soon as we experience the slightest dip in a motivation, we begin seeking a new strategy, even if the old one is still working. Thank you, jeans clear. But I want you to think about it. Like you're like, oh, this, this old, this old thing, this is boring. I am, this is an obstacle for me to finish what I started. And so I want you to look at all the reasons with compassion, with grace of why you haven't finished what you've started. Oh, my friends, like what, how, what if mine, I, 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 too many to count. too hard, too boring, too, too like just, it's pure drudgery, pure pain. Like uh, I, what, maybe you've tried to start training for a marathon. Did you finish it? Uh, I have, I haven't tried that, so I don't know. What if okay? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna train for a half marathon. Are you ready? Does anybody want to do this with I'm just doing this right now? This is, what we're, <laughs> this is what we're doing. Um, and so if anybody wants to do that, send me an email. Hello at jessicastong.com. I have a client that's doing it. I'm so proud of her. But like I'm gonna walk it. I'm just gonna be able to walk 13 miles. Point something something. But here's the deal. I want to see, I'm doing this to see what my brain's telling me, why I can't do something. What obstacles is my brain creating? And then what do I make those obstacles mean? They might be real obstacles. You might break your foot. But what do you make that mean? Do you make that mean that you're never going to do it ever again? Or do you say like, oh, I might need to wait six months and go back to it. Or that might be a business goal. You're like I'm gonna sign five clients, right? I have another <laughs> another clients. Like I'm gonna sign five clients. What are you? What happens if it takes longer? And that's an obstacle in your brain. What happens if it takes longer? You're just gonna give up? You're gonna keep going. And if you want to change what you want to do, like your your goal, your end result, what you're gonna finish, I want you to have those thoughts intentionally. You're an in. You are an intentional, thoughtful, committed person. And you do this work because it matters. Okay, so look at the obstacles. And are you still going to finish it? Do you have timelines? Yeah, but what happens? Are you going to keep going? That's what happens in business, I think. We're like, I'm going to sign five clients in one month. And then what happens on the other side? Are we like, see, wasn't meant to happen? Or no, I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna keep going. Thanks, James Clear. I'm not bored. I'm gonna keep working and I'm not gonna be afraid of my primitive brain when my primitive brain says this is all wrong. Everything's gone wrong. You've done everything wrong. Boom. I love this work because you can decide. You have a choice at any time. Okay, so you're probably like, okay, now I know why. I don't finish what I start. And fine, now I'm ready to change. I got you, boo. Of course I wouldn't leave you hanging, right? Um, Okay, so I think the first step is to learn to feel your emotions. Of course I would say this, I get it. But I think that this is what coaches do wrong. I think you have to like first be okay to feel your emotions. You can't be like, we're going to sweep this under the rug. We're going to choose new thoughts and feel better. No, you need to say like, this sucks. But I am going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. My other thing that I like to do is like, yeah, it's hard and it's not very fun, but how do I make it joyful? You know, I I think about like, with with my kids teaching them to do their chores, right? Who wants to put away the dishwasher? Who wants to put all those things away? But if you can put on some music while you're putting it away, like how do we teach ourselves the process of finishing what we're we've started when everything inside of us wants to give up? How do you decide to do something different. How do you take new action? How do you finish? You got to choose a new feeling. Our thoughts create our feelings and our emotions drive our actions. And so I I think there's, that's, so step one is to feel your feelings and choose to feel new feelings. And that is like, okay, what do I need to feel here to take this, to get this done? to finish what I started. I need maybe to feel courageous, because this is scary. Didn't foresee it being so scary. I'm going to feel courageous. I'm going to feel annoyed and then laugh at myself for feeling annoyed. If you think about it, what do you need to feel when you are changing your food? Well, you're going to have to feel all the things really so you don't Eat your emotions, right? But you also have to feel uncomfortable. You have to be willing to feel urges, Can't give in to those. You have to be willing to feel it all, and you have to like be willing to feel committed to something, which is step number two. I didn't mean to do that, but that just naturally segued into our our second step which is you have to learn. So uh, to commit, you have to learn, you have to commit. So how to finish what you started? Step one, you have to feel your emotions. Step two, you have to commit. Boom, done. And here's what we do in the cognitive behavioral world. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.